Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. It is Friday. It's Good Friday, April 10. And uh, as we begin today, a day of reflection on Christ's death and resurrection, we continue to remember our baptism that connects us to Jesus' death. A baptism that brings us salvation because as it says in 1 Peter 3.21, baptism now saves you not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so we make the sign of the cross and say, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. We pray. O Lord, as this morning dawns, we know that much has happened in the night. And we think of the many terrible things that we have seen and heard in the news this week, and we know that there is much trouble in this world. Sometimes these troubles and and the troubles of our own lives are overwhelming. Nevertheless, as we arise, we thank you for this new day, for this Friday that we call good, because we remember that what Jesus did for us on the cross was indeed good. And it was an act of his love to bring forgiveness and salvation to us. So we place our troubles and our sorrows in your hands along with the troubles and sorrows of this world. You are God, and you love all of your creation. And as we trust in you, all will be well in our souls, and you will give us peace. Strengthen us and give us joy to face this day in the hope of Christ's death and resurrection. Amen. We confess our Christian faith today using the Ten Commandments. You shall have no other gods. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. The scripture reading that we are meditating on is Psalm 91. We've been using this all week and we come back to it again even on Good Friday. Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you, no plague come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and on the adder. The young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him 
because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. We've been going back and looking at, at small sections of, uh, of the psalm. And today I want to focus in on verses 11 through 13. That says, For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Now, you might be thinking, as I did when I, when I read this each week, that those were the, the same words that the devil used to tempt Jesus uh, when, when he tempted him in the wilderness. Uh, he said, throw yourself off of the, uh, the pinnacle of the temple because God has commanded his angels concerning you. And uh, Jesus responded to that saying, uh, it says, do not put the Lord your God to the test. So one of the things that we need to grab as we read this is that this is not an invitation to recklessness. Um, remember that God works through means. He works through uh, external uh, masks. Uh, Luther used to like to say that he works through, through masks. Uh, and sometimes common sense is one of those masks that God uses to protect us, you know, so that we think things through. I like to tell my kids that the most important tool that they have to keep themselves uh, safe is their brain. And, and our minds are good gifts that God has given to us. And there are all kinds of good gifts in, in this world that he gives us to help us to be safe. And we want to remember that they are gifts from him. And so we properly give thanks back to him when we are kept safe through these masks. And I think that's true even today as we think about uh, the government and the doctors and nurses and scientists who are, are doing all this work in order to keep us safe from coronavirus. Yes, they deserve thanks too. But through them, we also want to give thanks to God who has blessed us with these wonderful people who are working uh, in our lives. So again, this is not a, a, an invitation to recklessness. And I, I just, you know, I read about a church in Louisiana recently who basically said, you know, we're not afraid of the coronavirus. God is going to keep us safe. Well, I'm glad you're not afraid of the coronavirus. However, that does not mean that you will not get it. It does not mean that if you put yourself at risk, that bad things won't happen to you. God does indeed protect us. But sometimes the way that he protects us is he takes us out of this life. And sometimes the choices that we make put other people at risk. And so it's very important for us to, to not, not be foolish, but to, to hearken to these gifts that God gives in order to keep us safe. Now, angels are one of the gifts that God gives us to keep us safe. Uh, the word angel in and of itself literally means a messenger. So an angel is a spiritual being that is a messenger from God. And one of the works that these angels apparently do, Jesus tells us, is that they protect us. We really don't know a lot about the angels. And I think that's for a really good reason. They are not where our focus belongs. In fact, there's an account in the book of Revelation when John meets this angel. He is so overwhelmed by his presence that he bows down to worship him. 
And the angel says to him, don't do it. Worship God alone. These angels are impressive beings to we mortals, but we're not intended to focus on them. And, and so, you know, we give thanks to God that he has given angels in order to protect us so that uh, uh, he keeps us in all of our ways. But it's enough to know that they're there when we say, thank you, Lord, for looking out for us and for protecting us through these servants as well. And it goes on to talk about treading on lions and adders. Now, lions and adders are deadly creatures. And this is a picture of the total victory that we have in Christ. The victory over everything deadly. Everything deadly has been defeated for us in Christ. So as we go out into this world, we go out with the hope and the confidence that Christ has actually defeated death itself for us so that we can face each day with peace and hope and joy and live as his people, sharing that peace and joy as he gives us opportunity. Today, as we pray, we'll pray for those who are sick, the injured, the grieving, the dying, the lonely. Uh, we'll pray for the bullied and people who are experiencing injustice. Lord God, Heavenly Father, as we live in a time of pandemic, we pray for those who are sick. And we lift before you those who are suffering from the coronavirus. But there are a lot of other things that make people sick in this world. And we lift them before you too. And we ask, Lord, that you would put your healing hand on them and that you would give them relief. And we ask, Lord, that those who are injured would be healed and that they would get the medical care that they need. And Lord, we know that sometimes sicknesses and injuries, they, they don't get healed in this lifetime and they get healed hereafter. And so we pray for those who grieve and we ask, Lord, that you would comfort them. And we ask, Lord, that you would be with those who are lonely and that you would help them to know that you are with them. And we ask that, that you would be with those who are dying and that you would lead them through this valley of the shadow of death to that everlasting feast that you have prepared for us in Christ. And Father in heaven, there are people who are, who are bullied. There are people who are abused. There are people who experience all kinds of injustices in this world. One of the things that we're hearing in the news these days is that uh, domestic abuse is increasing because people are stuck at home with one another. And we ask, Lord, that you would put an end to that kind of violence and that you would use your servants, police and other government officials to pull back those who would hurt others and to bring them to justice. But we also ask, Lord, that you would change people's hearts and minds and that you would help them to love, help us to love one another and that kindness would be a major part of our life together in our homes. And we pray these things in Jesus' name as we pray as he teaches us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to 
presents you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forevermore. God bless your day. I hope you'll come back this evening and join us for another devotion then, a brief time of prayer before we rest at the end of the day. And if you notice some uh, background noise right here at the end, uh, I am up at church right now and uh, there's construction happening. And uh, apparently they're drilling in the room right below me. So we're thankful for progress, but uh, if that was distracting to you, I apologize. God's blessings on your day.